On R2C2, CC Sabathia and Ryan Rucco guide listeners through everything going on in the MLB, NBA, and NFL. They also talk to friends, athletes, and celebrities about the world of sports and much more. Check out R2C2 with CC Sabathia and Ryan Rucco on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's New York, New York, presented by FanDuel. The MLB season is in full swing, and you can step up to the plate with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filtered by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, bet the live same-game parlays for every MLB game and track your game and bets live with box scores and play-by-play. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus in D.C. and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies' splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I didn't expect to be doing one of these today, but here we are. News of the day. Aaron Boone is back. Ugh. 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 Well, I'm disgusted. Aaron Boone is back. Um, I haven't had coffee yet. I'm in a miserable mood. I thought I was getting coffee, but we had to post our Spotify green room as a podcast. And we're back tonight. Jerry Ferrara is going to join us. We'll have more reaction to this miserable decision by the Yankees. They're tone deaf. They're clueless. They don't get it. But here's our Spotify grin room. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I wish I was in a better mood waking up to rock and roll for this particular Spotify green room. I wish I was in a better mood. I'm not the least bit surprised that the New York Yankees have decided to bring back Aaron Boone. I'm really not. What's so disgusting, what's so disheartening, what's so sickening about what the Yankees announced today is that they are accepting of the mediocre product that they have put on the baseball field. They're accepting of mediocrity. As I got to sit and watch the Boston Red Sox waltz to probably yet another World Series. The Yankees have decided Brian Cashman can do whatever he wants. Ownership doesn't have the chutzpah to make a change. And they go and extend Aaron Boone for three years? Are you serious? 
Three years for this underachieving buffoon of a manager? That is mind-numbing. Mind-numbing to think about. And listen, no Yankee fan, folks, should be shocked by this. None. Because this has been the MO of this owner since he's taken over. And you got to understand something about Brian Cashman. He is incredibly stubborn. Cashman hired Aaron Boone to replace Joe Girardi, right? He hired Aaron Boone to replace Joe Girardi. Have they come as close as Joe Girardi's team did in 2017? No, they did not. Did they win more than one division title? No, they did not. Did they get to a World Series? No, they did not. Did they win a World Series? No, they did not. And now you're going to say, hey, manager's doing a great job. He's got the right vision for our organization. He's got the right plan for our organization. Give me a freaking break. Who are the Yankees? The arrogance and the disgusting nature of the Yankees to put out these dopey press releases that I got to see. Three-year contract through 2024, club option to 2025. Listen to this. We have a person and manager in Aaron Boone who possesses the baseball acumen and widespread respect in our clubhouse to continue to guide us forward, said general partner Hal Steinbrenner. As a team and in his organization, we must grow, evolve, and approve. We need to get better, period. I know Aaron fully embraces our expectations of success, and I look forward on drawing on his intelligence, instincts, and leadership in pursuit of our next World Series championship. Oh, Hal, go to hell. Go to hell with that statement. You don't get it. Your general manager doesn't get it. The Yankees don't get it. The fact that you were going to reward this manager with a three-year contract extension, that's all I need to know. That is disgusting. All right, let's let it off. Justin in Florida Park joins us. Justin, good morning. What's happening? I am so disgusted, not only with my Bills performance yesterday in that last drive, but how do you give this guy a three-year deal? Are you out of your mind? Now this is going to go on 15 years that this team won't even make it to a World Series. I don't understand this. This is what we want. We want a hall monitor to be our manager. This is basically what he's telling you, that this is uh, mediocre teams is what this, this team wants. This team... Justin, they're accepting of it. Bingo. You nailed something that's very important here. The Yankees announced today they're accepting of getting punked in the wild card game. They're accepting of the fact that they've gotten bounced early in the postseason the last couple of years. And that everything about their process, everything about what they're doing is A-OK. How could anybody in their right mind watch the Yankees this year and think that their process and the way they're going about their business is good enough? Yeah, exactly. JJ, they were one game from not making the playoffs. One game! And this is acceptable? With that payroll? Come on! You got to get a new voice in here. And I told you, we need a new GM. You know what, Justin? And I have been slow to make that sort of proclamation when it comes to Brian Cashman. I think you know that. We've had a lot of conversations over the years. I regret the Yankees not moving on from Cashman now, seeing what I've seen. I really do. Because I don't know how Brian can be as arrogant to think that this manager didn't cost the Yankees any sort of games throughout the course of the 2021 season. Like, did he watch the same games that we watched? So, yeah, if he is willing to put 
an endorsement on Aaron Boone for the next three years with a club option, then yeah, he's part of the problem too. And he's not going anywhere. Because guess what, Justin? They gave Boone this contract extension. I don't care what happens next year. Brian Cashman is going to be back. That's a guarantee. Oh, absolutely. He'll probably get a five-year deal. So last thing, look up in Fenway, man. They have gotten to the World Series, what now, four times? Because they go in the World Series this year. They have had three different general managers as well as well as managers take them there. That just goes to show you what they're doing up there. They know what they're doing. If they don't have the right guy, they change it right away. Okay, the Yankees just stick with the stick with the same crap. I think it's gonna work. Yeah, Justin, it's infuriating. Listen, I feel your pain, bro. I was thinking about this today. Aside from those four days in October in 2004 that we probably want to blank and wipe the slate clean of, I've never, ever, 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 ever been more down on the New York Yankees than I am today. And then I've been throughout the course of this year. You get punked by the Red Sox in the wildcard game. You see the Red Sox waltzing on to another World Series. And you're going to extend this loser manager? What a disgrace. Anthony Westchester is up next. Anthony, good morning. Oh, JJ. Uh, I mean, I don't even know what to say. I'll tell you what I'm going to say. To quote our buddy Beningo, all the pain. All the pain. Exactly. Part of me is livid, going absolutely nuts like you are. The other part of me is, like Justin just said, I said it from, I want to say, mid-season when I was texting our buddy Mario. It's time for Cashman to go. It really is. Because what's the definition of insanity? It's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Now, listen, Boone lost us, I would say, a solid seven to nine games throughout the regular season. Now, would that have gotten us division? Or would it have gotten us a lot closer? Would we have gotten any further? Who the fuck knows? At the end of the day, the players need to perform, right? Cashman has put together a unbalanced and just it, it, the, the lineup, the pitching core, everything. It, just, it hasn't worked. He's been doing the same thing. Finally, Stanton and Judge play over 70% of the games together. They have phenomenal years together. And then our next best hitter is hitting, what, 240 with nine fucking home runs and 53 RBIs? Boone needs to get blamed. I agree. I don't think this is actually going to be a full three-year deal. I really don't. I think this is a... We're giving him this year. We're they're apparently they're doubling down on their analytics department, whatever the fuck that means. So whatever nerds are listening behind their computers right now, if you want to know real baseball, come to the bodega. Me and JJ will talk to you about it. We'll show you highlights in '95. I was gonna say we should get hired for the front office for what it's worth, Anthony. Considering some of those nerds that are in there, they could use a kick in the ass. Just saying. Probably be hired to run their PR department too, because that statement that that got put out there. I mean, I, I oh, that statement is embarrassing. And you know what? The statement shows that the owner doesn't get it. He simply does not get it. Think about this for a minute. You just got punked by the Boston Red Sox. The Red Sox are on their way to yet another World Series. They're going to beat the Houston Astros. It's inevitable. You're going to see that over the next couple of days. And the Yankees have lost to this team twice in the last four years. You know what, Anthony? Sooner or later, you need a scapegoat for that. That's just the way life works. That's the way life in sports works. And you're giving this manager three more years? Dude, it's it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. It's beyond mind-blowing. It really is. But, I mean, the other side of the argument now is, and I know that I'm hearing, and part of me me agrees with it. I don't, you know, I don't like it, but it's true. Managers today are not, you you don't have Joe Torres. You don't have Bobby Coxes. You don't have fucking crazy Lupinellas. What I love to see 
a guy like Lou, a guy like Bobby Cox with that kind of fire in that dugout, 100%. I just don't think it's going to work out. And I think the only exception is that scumbag up in Boston. It really is. He's the only one that finds the way and he balances it. And I think it's because the Red Sox let him do what he needs to do. They say, here are all the analytics. Here's everything you need to know. Now take this, match it up with whose girlfriend fucked them over last night, who's having a hard time with this, and you balance it out. And if it doesn't work, just remember, this is on you because we gave you the analytics of it. We told you not to play this person and play this person. They let Cora do what he needs to do. They, they give him the analytics and they let him actually manage. And it, it's refreshing. It really is. I mean, dude, fucking Kike Hernandez, he was always a solid player. This guy, I mean, he's like the fucking second coming of Reggie Jackson right now in the playoffs. Well, he's turning to Babe Ruth. Let's be honest. He's turning to Babe Ruth. And the Red Sox have had way too much of that, Anthony, over the last 15 years, whether it was Steve Pierce a couple of years ago, um, whether it's guys from the 2017, like Mike Lowell going off. That has been the bottom line of success that we've seen with Boston. And you bring up an excellent point. The Dodgers, the Giants, the Rays even to a lesser extent. They have these collaborative processes with their front offices. That's a part of baseball now. But sooner or later, something's got to give and something's got to change. Your process is not working. Maybe you got to reevaluate that for starters. The great Coney Island Cobra is up next. What's happening, Cobra? What's going yes, on, Cobra. buddy? Cobra, I've been better. I, I did not anticipate firing this bad boy up at 10 after 10, but... You know, shit happens. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I completely understand. But here's the thing. I mean, this all goes back. And this all goes back to when uh, Swindell was basically kicked out of here. You know, I, he was going to be the guy who was going to own this team after George was gone. That's who George trusted. He, he, had, no, he had no trust in both boys. That, that, and, and again, you can see how Hank, you know, got, you know, rest in peace. But he would make these, you know, pro, you know, all these uh, sayings and everything like I, I never believed him for one second. And so the guys running this organization continue to have trust in Cashman when I think the trust should be gone. Cashman has no clue what he's doing anymore. Boone's a puppet. At the end of the day, Boone's a puppet. Cashman, again, when he looked like George Costanza and was a fucking schlub, this team was winning championships. This organization was doing it the right way. And for whatever reason, he wanted to be Billy Bean. He was tired, you know, he started to, you know, lose weight, tried to try to pump up. But besides that, he wanted those accolades that Billy Bean and Theo Epstein got. And whether it's the analytics or anything, that's what we're dealing with right now with this organization. And nobody wants to say that. So again, the days of us getting a Buck Showalter to come here, that's over. I wouldn't even think about that. Over. But you know what, though? Sooner or later, Cobra, you got to understand the results that you're putting on the field. And I think this stems from arrogance. Remember, who was standing in the way of Brian Cashman within the Yankee organization? It was Joe Girardi. They had a good relationship for a while. I don't know what happened between those two in the final year or so, but Cashman wanted him out. Cashman wanted his own guy. He got his own guy. The Yankees made a change. Here's the problem with that. They have not progressed. I ask you this question, Matt. Outside of Aaron Judge, which one of these young players has gotten better under this manager? Nobody. So if nobody has gotten better 
and the results on the field are not better, how, as ownership, do you look at that product and say, yeah, it's good enough. It's where it needs to be. You're the New York Yankees, for goodness sakes. Stop acting like the Oakland A's. You're not some middle-of-the-run organization. You haven't been to a World Series. Something's got to change. Well, dude, they again, they're counting their money from the Yes Network. They don't give a shit. The seats are sold. It's like that other family in town here, the Mara family, basically. They've taken the fan for granted. They don't give a shit. Isn't it amazing, Maddie? thinking about the Yankees and the Giants? Once proud ownership. And it's very different. Like, the Yankee owner was very out there. He was this larger-than-life figure. Wellington Mara was not that. We understand that. But isn't it crazy how both of those ownership groups went from stable, successful, you were proud of them, you felt like you had good people, smart people involved in the proceedings. Now I look at Yankee and Giant ownership, and I feel like it's a joke. No, it's, it's, it's a complete joke right now. And again, like I said, Boone, we, look, I knew this was coming last week. Oh, you had to. The minute they fired the two coaches on the staff and kept Aaron Boone around, you knew he was complying to their wishes. They probably said, we're making changes. The crew are making those changes. He said yes. And, of course, he's brought back. I never in a million years, though, thought he'd end up getting a three-year extension. Three years? A three-year extension. To me, me, again, a three-year extension, again, Giving a guy two years, look, he can fire him with one so he's not a lame duck. A three-year extension, I mean, forget about it. I mean, this is, this is again, it, it's such a joke what's going on here. They don't care. They really don't care. And again, when the fans continue to show up and they buy the merchandise and we can come up with some shitty names for the judges' quarters, this is what happens. I'm sorry. No, you're right about that. Here's the problem, though, Matty. Here's the problem with that. And listen, I'm as guilty as anybody because I go to a ton of games, as you know. I love going to the Bronx in the summer. It's a part of my MO. It's part of what I do. Appreciate the call. It's tough for me to say, oh, I'm not going to go because I'd be lying to you guys, okay? I'm going to go, but I'm going to be pissed off. I'm going to be miserable. How can anybody think this is a smart and practical move? How can anybody? Wow, this is a treat. I think he's making a... Green Room debut. My pal, the great Mike Carver, joins us on this eventful morning. What's up, buddy? What is going on, bro? Mike, I don't know what you're more sick about, that football game at the end of last night or our pathetic New York Yankees who are more clueless and more of a joke than they have ever been in our lifetimes, my friend. Ever. Look, I can't I can't kill the Bills last night. I don't mind going for it on fourth. Good. You're smart. You get it. Because you got to be one of the best quarterbacks in football. Get a yard, for goodness sakes. Get a yard. How about how about a better play call? Like honestly, like I just don't understand what they were doing. Put him in shotgun. Let him move around. If he runs for it, he runs for it. Forget all that. I told you at the beginning of this season that they, they would never win with this awful manager. And sure enough, once again. They did not. And I told you, I think in July or August, they'll bring this clown back for another year. And they have done it. You know, JJ, Hal has no stones whatsoever. It's just like the Cobra was just telling you here. As long as he's getting the $18 Heinekens over there at Yankee Stadium, he's going to let Cashman do whatever he wants. Sure enough, three more years of this guy. It's amazing. Amazing. But it's all ego, bro. It's all ego from this general manager. Hal doesn't have the stones to fire him. You're 100% right on that. And Cashman got rid of Girardi and he wanted his guy. He got his guy and he is too stubborn to make the move 
to realize that this guy doesn't have it. He's too damn stubborn. Look, what him? he made the move with Girardi. He should have been fired for this move. It didn't work. He was wrong. And that should have sent everybody out the door. But now, hey, let's just load him up again. Three more years. And, and, and I, now I, here's what we really need to see, JJ. Let's see what changes they make. Because you know, there's a lot of dead weight on this roster. There's a lot. Of- and I don't think they're going to make it. Mike, I hate to say it. I don't think they, they brought back this manager. You, you think all of a sudden now Sanchez is going to be gone and other players are going to be gone? I'm not so sure, bro. I'm not so sure. You listen, they'll never win with this manager. They will never win with this manager. And you know it. You know it. Look at Mike coming in, dropping a mic. And what are you coming on talking hockey? We need some hockey beaks. Well, listen, maybe we need the Islanders to win a game first before we can. Well, that, I'm not worried. About it. Listen, think about, did you ever think you'd be living in a world in New York City where the Knicks and the Islanders are the two most well-run franchises in town? The Islanders are the most stable organization in New York now. It's sick. It's sick to think of. You're absolutely right about that. It's not even close either. To bottom, ownership, Lamarillo, Barry Trotz, they're the best-run organization in town going into a new arena. They listen, they got a 13-game road trip to start the year. They're 0-2. They're better than the Blackhawks. Hopefully they end that tonight. The great Mike Carver checking in. Always great. Always great. Always great hearing from Carver High. He'll be doing some hockey stuff and some pucks. Uh, a little bit later on in the year here on the pod. But uh, never win with this Yankee manager. I'm not going to fight him on that. All right, let's head to Newark. The great Alex is up next here on this Tuesday morning where I'm not in good spirits. Hello, Newark. Uh, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll get into the field goal another day and, and how ridiculous that is. We'll, we'll, we'll save that for, uh, for, for the Wednesday J-Room. Here, here's my question for you. I'm just I'm, I'm slightly confused. So you want it, Buck, yet you're a computer guy. You can't have it both ways, J.J. No, no, no. Hold on a second. Buck Show, hold on a second, Alex. That's so inaccurate. Buck Showalter was an analytics guy before there were even analytics guys. Oh, he's guys. a billy boy. He may be a billy boy, which we love and we respect, but you don't think Buck Showalter was playing on-base percentage and numbers with Stick Michael back in the 1990s? Stop it. Stop it. Uh, no, no. I'm, uh, no th- that, that is before this new age computer. This, 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 this new age with... But that's still computer, though. Be fair, though. That's still computer. That's still computer. Here, here's, here's my thing. The liberals shut down chat. Um, they bashed Cabbage and I all year for wanting the Yankees to lose. We're not fans. Now you got what you want. You got the Yankee wild card game. Mission accomplished. Hip cap. Sign them up for three more years. This is- but Alex, hold on a second now. Hold on a second now. If the Yankees missed the playoffs, you think they would have made change? I don't buy that for a minute. I, that, that I agree with. Alex, I don't buy it for a minute. You're telling me the Yankees lost on game 163 or they missed the playoffs the final weekend of the year. Alex, I don't think they would have made change. Based upon what I've seen, I don't think they would have made change. That I agree with, but it would have at least been the better opportunity to make change. This gave you no room for error whatsoever. Um, The only room you had is maybe the Cardinals or someone wanted Boone and he felt the desire to go. Other than that, I agree with. Listen, it's a terrible move. But the point is, for these people that want the new age, the computer, here's what the formula says. This is what you got. I'm sorry. This is it. This is a computer. But here's the issue with that, though, Alex. Listen, here's the issue with that. You have watched this team over the last four years. Have they gotten better or have they gotten worse? Listen, I, you know me. I want to tear the team down. I root, I root for them to lose. I mean, obviously. they. Well, here's the problem, though. They're not tearing shit down, Alex. They're not tearing shit down. Well, it's it's here's here's the issue you're going to have. They're going to get another 92, 93, blah, blah, blah. And 
you know what, you're going to make a wild card game, you're going to maybe win a division, and they're going to say, mission accomplished, move on. And other teams are going to win the world. Well, and that's, the, and, and that's pathetic. The fact that the Yankees are going to now watch the Boston Red Sox, appreciate it as always, Newark, they're going to go watch the Boston Red Sox go to the World Series again! And yet, they're going to insult us by bringing this clown of a manager back and sticking with the exact same process that you've seen. The process doesn't work! This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Cold, slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven, and your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7-Eleven's $1 small slurpy drink with seven rewards. It's the classic frozen fizzy treat you can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that about me going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, how about going to visit a 7-Eleven valid through 1725? 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, participating U.S. stores. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Holy moly, Bradley joins us. What's up, Bradley? Hey, JJ. I mean, waking up this morning, I mean, the last couple of days, my Giants stinking up the joint MetLife to now wake up to the news this morning. It's to quote Aaron Boone, this is an actual fucking gut punch, man. And now I got to hear compete level and this and that over the next three years. Oh, oh. an option for a foot fucking year. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, holy shit. I mean... As we are about to see the Red Sox, and I'm freaking sold that they're probably going to win the World Series this year again for the fifth time since they broke the curse. This is an embarrassment upon riches. I mean, how Steinbrenner, I mean, his dad is rolling in his grave right now, George, the great George Steinbrenner. How mighty of a franchise this, uh, this once proud 27 World Championship franchise has been. This is at their lowest peak that they have ever been in the last several years. And I am so disgusted as a fan to see this garbage. And, and even if they do make the changes with the roster that they have to make, I have literally no hopes for the next several years. This is utterly insane. It's embarrassing. And it's just, it makes me, me and a lot of us feel betrayed by this fan, this franchise. Well, Bradley, I'm right there with you, buddy. Appreciate it, man. I'm right there with you. Think about this. You went to Fenway Park. They should have been so much on the line in that particular game. Futures on the line. Legacies on the line. The Yankees approached losing that game like they just lost Game 7 of the World Series. That's the problem. That's the issue. They're not good enough. 
Toronto is going to spend more money. Tampa is really good. The Red Sox are not going away. And yet, it's good enough for the Yankees. Ian is up next. What's happening? JJ, Ian? what a day so far. It's not even noon, and it's a miserable, miserable. Yeah, I mean, Ian, you know, I thought I was going to be in really good spirits. Knicks start tomorrow. Jerry Ferrara is coming on the pod later tonight. Like, I thought it was going to be a nice, relaxing day. I have a golf outing I'm going to in a little bit. And I even, I was supposed to get coffee. I didn't even get coffee yet because I would spit it up right now. I'd be so disgusted. What a, what a world we live in where the only thing we can look forward to in New York sports is the Knicks. It's, uh, I mean, isn't that insanity, bro? Isn't that insanity? That's what we're looking forward to right now. The Knicks. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, JJ, your question is about sort of, you know, obviously I'm upset about the boom thing, but honestly, if they bring anybody in, I think it's the same story unless there's a major overhaul in the front office. But what do you think about how important the bench coach hiring is now? Uh, I think I think they need a guy who's going to light a fire under their ass. And I don't know if it's Beltron or somebody else, but, but who would be your pick for bench coach? If we got to have a guy who's going to actually, you know, hold a, hold a fire to these guys. Uh, because I actually have to address this now and the Yankees are moving forward. Uh, Beltron. Yeah. Beltron. Beltron, because of the fact that he commands respect, um, I think he's going to be a future manager. I mean, listen, he may be a future manager for all we know with the Mets. I don't know how it's going to work out here in the offseason. Uh, but if you're asking me now, knowing that I have to deal with this manager for the next couple of years, who do I want to be the bench coach? I would probably say Carlos Beltran. And I lost Ian. Appreciate the call. It's a good call. But that would be my choice. Charlie and Elmhurst. Hi, Charlie. JJ, what the f- I mean, I just woke up this morning. I mean, literally, you're pushed a green room, JJ room on. And JJ, I'm fucking done. I mean, what the hell is this? How is, is clueless? He doesn't care about the fans. He only cares about money, ownership, and JJ. I'm making my plans next year. I'm I'm not rooting against this team, but my goodness, I'm gonna play. I mean, making nights, taking nights off, afternoons off. I'm not watching this team. Probably taking. See, you say that, Charlie. You say that, bro. But I don't believe you. I don't believe you because as angry as I am right now, as discouraged, as disgruntled as I am right now, bro, it's in our DNA, dude. We are gonna be there next year. And that's part of the problem. I understand that. We are 100% going to be there next year. You know it and I know it, Charlie. Don't kid yourself. Don't kid yourself. JJ, this team has regressed. How's how watch the game? Well, that's the point. See, that's that's far more reasonable. You're right. It seems like the ownership is coolest. And here's what I don't like, Charlie. This general manager is given the autonomy to do whatever he wants with no consequence. They moved on from Joe Girardi. They have not gotten better. He's been in this job now for 20 plus years. They've gone over a decade without winning a championship. Why is Brian Cashman continued to be given this carte blanche to do whatever the hell he wants? I mean, I mean, see right here, this is about resort oriented business. It's not like plus family pet pleasantry where, I mean, he consider, I mean, Hal's considering him like one of the families. Like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. No, this is a business. If you know, if you're stinking up the joint business, it's time to go. And I'm sick of cash, man. I'm sick of boom with these stupid cliches. Gonna have to, what is the next regression will be? Miss, what, next year, missing the playoffs? What is it? Losing season? Uh, what is it? 100 lost season? I mean, this organization has really 
put me. Uh, oh my god, Jay, I'm fucking done. I mean, this team has ruined it. I mean, this team has alienated all the fan base, a- alien, a- including you and me, everybody. Well, think about it, Charlie. The fact that the New York Yankees are in this position, bro. Appreciate it as always. We are more down on them now than at any point since 2004 should speak volumes. Should speak volumes. And if you're happy and content with the direction of the organization, you know what? You're part of the problem. John joins us. What's happening, Johnny? Yes, John. Uh, John's gone, so let's go from John to Constantine. What's up, Constantine? What's up, John? Constantine, I've been better. We need Syosset right about now. I think that's what we need. You know, we need somebody to go yell at somebody, you know? I need to hear from Tony and Syosset. It is, it's not 1030 yet. I want to drink, like, heavily right now. But let me tell you something. I'm reading the tweet, the whatever, the uh, the thing that the Yankees put out. And you just look at the language in this this tweet, and it is so insulting to Yankee fans because look at how they constructed. First, they put all these stats about Aaron Boone this, Aaron Boone that. He's the first manager to do this. He's up, you know, with three other managers to win ninety some odd games and whatever within his first four seasons. Okay, you are recognizing that the fan base is not going to be happy with this decision, and you are insulting their intelligence. By putting this stuff at the forefront and then at the very end saying, by the way, we understand that we need to win. Okay. We need to win should be the first sentence. And by the way, we're going to give this guy another, if you want to give this guy another chance, then that should be the, uh, the next byline. Right. So I'm insulted by this Yankee management and I'm thinking about this, JJ. What kind of position are they putting Aaron Boone in right now? Because if he goes out and wins 105 games, the narrative is, for whatever goes wrong this season, the narrative is going to be it's Aaron Boone's fault. So what kind of position are you even putting him in to succeed? He has to win a World Series. Well, Constantine, with that contract extension, he's Teflon. He's Teflon at this point. He's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. So if the Yankees go and win 85 games... You're going to have a manager under contract for two more years. Let that sink in. It's going to be such a distraction for the Yankee for the next three years. It's like, how, how do you run an organization? Like, like I expect this from the Knicks. I expect this from the Rangers. Not the Yankees, though. This is ridiculous, man. Absolutely ridiculous. And again, it, Constantine, it is mind-numbing. And listen, I'm, I can't say I'm shocked because the arrogance of Cashman and Hal and his inability to act shouldn't surprise anyone. But for any Yankee fan who watched that debacle unfold at Fenway Park, and I was in the building that night, we did the pod right after the game, we had the green rooms rocking, to have all of that go on and then make the argument, you're going to bring the manager back? You're going to run it back? Are you serious? I mean, read the room. Watch. Watch. Don't let your eyes fool you and deceive you. How are you justifying that? And then, and then you look at Cora last night admonishing his player for for doing that bullshit right when when have you ever seen aaron boone do that and we did that how many times we talked about oh constantine what an excellent point excellent 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 point constantine great call buddy great call i don't know if you guys were watching a red Sox game last night so correa does this thing with his watch when he hits a home run okay he's having fun more power to him 
Rodriguez does it after a big out. Points to the watch. Cora starts screaming at him. He gives him a hug, kind of in Don Corleone type fashion, and says, don't do that shit ever again. Yeah, I've never seen Aaron Boone do that. You're absolutely right. Should tell you something about the manager the Red Sox have and the manager the Yankees have. The great Anthony in Syosset. Hello, Anthony. How are you doing? Uh, I'm not great, Anthony, to be perfectly honest. I'm getting trolled by my boss. The Yankees suck. The Dolphins suck. It's 1030 in the morning and I haven't had Starbucks yet, so I'm not doing great. You got to start making your own coffee, dude. Starbucks is shit. We've, anyway, listen, I, I, got, I just got the pen, so I went underground during Constantine's call and I lost it. And I came back up and you were talking about Cora and what he did last night with uh, the pitcher. Let me put this in layman's terms. Because maybe you got a lot of listeners today. Maybe they're not all baseball fans. Let's talk about this and marriage, okay? Cashman and Girardi, let's call that a marriage that ended in divorce. And Cashman was the wife. What did he end up doing? He went with, you know, the younger, more fit, better looking husband who was not as much of a disciplinarian on the kids, right? And the kids being the Yankees. So as any father will tell you, JJ, if you're not a disciplinarian, on young kids who are coming from a disciplinarian, what's going to happen? They're going to act out. Then you look at what happened in Boston. They won with Cora. And let's call Cora a guy that went away for whatever, dealing drugs, tax evasion, whatever it is. Then he comes back, still a disciplinarian, but a little more humble because of his time in jail. And look at the difference. It's like we've said all along, dude, these teams are not that far apart from each other. If anything, the Yankees have the better pitching. And look at where one is, and look at where the other is. And instead of making a change, we're going to have the same shit for the next three years. So I'm not going to waste any more energy on it. I'm, I'm going to look at other ways to occupy my time. I mean, you're going to go to the games. God bless you. I think I'm just going to golf more to get away from all this. But the last thing I'll tell you, and, and I know you explained the emotional hedge the other day, you can get the socks right now for plus 250 to win the whole thing. And when you check... I may have to take that, Anthony. I may have to take that. With the way things are going right now, I think I need to take that. Your texts after the show, you'll see I'm already invested. How sick is that, dude? How fucking sick is that? Fuck. Anthony, amen. Appreciate it as always. Anthony checking in from Penn Station. This is what we do on Spotify Green Room. We are rocking. We are rolling. News happens. We're ready to roll. Josh joins us. Hi, Josh. Good morning. Morning, John. Uh... Long time uh, fan. Been listening to you for a while now. Um, well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. I think this is only the first time I've talked to you on Green Room. I, the, the thing that comes to mind is Nick's early 2000s and his persistence, Dolan's persistence to stick with Isaiah uh, despite just an incorrect process through and through. It's kind of eerily similar right now with with uh, the infrastructure in place with the Yankees. And I think there's a sincere debate that could be made right now that Steinbrenner, I never thought I'd say that Steinbrenner is the worst owner in the New York City metropolitan area. Well, I'm not going to say he's the worst, but what I'm going to say is that he couldn't sniff his father's jockstrap. And here's the difference, Josh, between the Knicks in the early 2000s and the Yankees. The early 2000s Knicks, when Dolan started to take over, 01, 02, 03, 04, the Isaiah years, those were rotten, miserable, 
miserable teams. I mean, to the point where they're winning 20 or 30 games. You know what I mean? This Yankee team has not gotten to that extent. They've been in the playoffs each of the last four years. That's why I have a problem with that comparison. But here's the issue. You had a team that looked like it was on the verge of something special. Can we agree on that? In 2017, when the Yankees overachieved and made it to Game 7 against the Astros, you thought they were going to be a factor for a while, number one. And if I would have told you four years later they wouldn't win, yet alone go to a World Series, you would have been like, JJ, you're out of your mind. What were you drinking today? What were you smoking today? It makes absolutely no sense. So you have all of that in play. The Yankees regress. Their rival beats them and embarrasses them twice. And yet they think the status quo is acceptable. It's not acceptable. That's kind of the, the mirroring that I'm getting, though. The, the, the thinking that this is okay, that this infrastructure, that the, this process is correct. That's kind of more where I'm uh, getting at with this comparison more so than the exact results. I mean, the results are... St- well, it's blind faith. You know what it is? You know where you can draw the parallel, Josh, and where you can draw the correlation? Appreciate the call. The fact that Don had blind faith in Isaiah is kind of what you have with Hal having blind faith with Brian Cashman. And honestly, Brian Cashman... Might as well get a lifetime contract with the Yankees. Might as well. Rami's up next. What's up, Rami? Hey, JJ. It's not a good morning. Um, Not at all. And everyone's coming on here, and we're talking about how, you know, fans don't want to go next year. I know you're going to go. I'm going to go. We're not kidding. We're we're suckers, Rami. That's why. Like, I'm not going to proclaim that I'm not going to go because I am going to go. You're right. Franchise has insulted us, our, our intelligence, like people have said, to the point that we, they think we don't get what's going on. And you know what? I, I think we need to change our mindset because Hal Steinbrenner would rather us not go. He'd rather fans who are going to pay a ton of money, sit and clap politely and say, good try after they lose. That's all he cares about. He cares about the money and he cares about being, uh, you know, a fancy environment. He's turned, he's turned it into a museum, into like a Broadway show. He doesn't care about the success or or the competitiveness of the franchise. That's what it is. I'm not going to fight you on that, Rami. And they have blind faith in this general manager to do whatever he wants. I'm letting you go there because you got some echo. I appreciate the call. Um, Brian Cashman, overall, over 20 years, has done a good job with the Yankees. You have to acknowledge that. He's made a lot of good moves. The overall body of work is good. But I'm a firm believer in this. Relationships get stale. They do, especially from a work standpoint. They get stale. This guy's been in the job now for 20-plus years. They have not won now in over a decade. Who the hell is he to dictate the terms on Aaron Boone? It's crazy. Chris joins us. What's happening, Chris? Yes, Chris. I was all excited for Chris and his Obi-Wan Kenobi emoji, but we'll have to wait. Let's head to Aaron. Aaron is up next. What's happening, Aaron? Hi. Um, yeah, so this was, I mean, this this was predictable. There's nothing, there's nothing shocking here. But um, the, the thing is I wanted to mention about that this is unrelated, and you might not be wanting to think about this, but the Dodgers, Braves, you said – Dodgers in five or something like that. That's looking 
Um, yeah, not looking good right now. Um, I understand that, Aaron. It's not looking good right about now. However, however, I am invested still in the Dodgers plus 200 to win that series. I told you I played the, ga- the Braves in game one, Dodgers to win the series. I still think that bet ends up hitting, by the way. I still think the Dodgers win this series. All right. And then you said you think the Red Sox, really? Yeah, I do. They're up two games to one right now. I'm looking pretty good on that. Am I not? I don't know. I think you might be a prisoner of the moment here. Uh, Aaron, I don't think so, buddy. I could be wrong on this. I hope I'm wrong on this, quite frankly. Yeah, but you know what? They score runs like crazy. The Astros have no pitching, and they got all the juju in the world. They got all the juju in the world. They're going to win that series. Scotty joins us. You got it, Aaron. Appreciate it, buddy. What's up, Morris? Hey, JJ. What's going on? Morris, I've been better, bro. Not going to lie to you, dude. I've been better. What's up? I'm sorry for the background noise. I'm actually waiting for the subway right now, but obviously Boone's going to be back, and we're all upset about it, but what off-season acquisitions do you think we can make right now just to turn away from Boone? Meaning, who can we get instead of Labor and Gary and all these guys that obviously haven't been good under Boone to turn away from that? It's a good question, Morris. I want wholesale change to this team. I want a new catcher. I want an athletic outfielder. I would trade Joey Gallo. I'd try and find value with Joey Gallo in the last year of his contract. Um, and I'd go and get Corey Seager. So I want to make some serious wholesale change to the lineup. But how can I count on that? I mean, the Yankees are bringing this manager back. They're content with what this general manager is doing. I don't think they're going to make wholesale changes. I really don't. You guys might have had some issues getting back in. I'm going to I'm gonna figure that out right now. Here we go, Duncan. I got you, baby. What's up? Hey, JJ. Sorry. There was a, a recent- no, it's okay. I had, to be honest, my phone actually froze. So that was my fault. That was completely my fault. What's up? Um, same feeling as everyone. It feels like the sky's falling. But honestly, it's not yet. If you think this is bad, get ready for in two weeks. If the Red Sox are winning the World Series, and if we don't end up getting rid of Gallo, Signing Seeger, getting Marte, getting rid of Gardner. I'm going to be in the Bronx with a paper bag over my head. It can get worse. And it already feels horrible. I mean, the fact that we just have to sit through and watch the Red Sox have this fucking mojo. It's this mojo. And we've seen it for the past three years. In sports, and I know everyone in here watches a lot of sports. You know when things are going south. You can just see it. You can see when there's just some energy. There's no energy. When was the last time this team had really good energy? That big win streak in the first year with Boone? I mean, like, I can't remember the last time there was really good energy. Everything feels sour. Well, I would say, Duncan, to be fair, to be fair, 2019, they had a good vibe about them. They overcame a lot of injuries. They won the division going away. They had an excellent regular season. They were pitchers short. They weren't good enough against the Astros in the ALCS. The problem is they have not progressed. They have regressed. And when you regress and when that goes down, change needs to happen. And the fact that it is not happening, Duncan, is mind-numbing, bro. It's mind-numbing. But to your point, it can get worse. I agree with that, bro. It can get worse. If you look at Bogarts, and those guys are fucking dudes. They're dudes. They're what I thought labor was going to be three years ago. What I thought Gary could be. It's over with Gary. Get, get him out of here. Get him out of the city. There's no more. We don't have time for this. There's no urgency. Zero, zero urgency and zero accountability. It's fucking embarrassing. It's embarrassing. 
Duncan, you think about what the New York Yankees used to be about, and you think about where they're at right now. It's a far cry. They're accepting of mediocre, average above average baseball. That's what it boils down to, as far as I see it. Sean is up next. Hey, Sean. Uh, JJ, uh, Red Sox fan here. I, I have to read a quote from Heyman from after Game Four of the Rays series. He says, "Alex Cora, one like many managers, is allowed to do his thing, and it shows. He's fifteen and four in the postseason. Managers with scripts don't do as well." And he's referring to when Christian Arroyo laid down a bunt, a sacrifice bunt in the ninth inning, uh, and Kike Hernandez finished it off with a sack fly. There isn't a chance in a million Aaron Boone would be empowered to sacrifice over a runner with a bunt in a playoff game. What are your thoughts? I'm not going to fight you on that. And, you know, the problem I have, though, Sean, and I appreciate it, is that there are so many lackeys in the media who make excuses for Aaron Boone because they like him and he's a nice guy. I mean, that it's it's sickening. It's, it's absolutely sickening, quite frankly. Peter joins us. What's up, Pete? Oh, wow. Jeff Money in the house. Jeff Money, what's happening, baby? Calling. I know you're, I, my condolences first. And I'm, what is the meaning? I love that I'm getting condolences. Like, you know, there was a death in the family. But seriously, for Yankee fans, you might as well feel the condolences. You might as well, bro. So what, what would be the meaning with the extent? You think they're afraid of losing him to a different team and they can't get a better? No, I don't even think it's that, Jeff Money. I think it's Brian Cashman is able to do whatever the hell he wants to do. Simple as that. I think that's what it boils down to. Yeah, they need new blood in there. They need new blood, you know? I don't know how you could make an argument otherwise after what you saw in this postseason and what you saw throughout the year. I don't know how you argue otherwise, bro. I really don't. Absolutely, absolutely. They haven't done anything in the last uh, couple of years. And, uh, you know, it's you know, as far as the playoffs with Boone, and they, they really need a change, I feel for you. It's sickening, Jeff Money. But, listen, it is what it is. It's going to be a whole lot more yelling, screaming, complaining, belly aching, and I know you love that, bro. You know you love that out of me. Yeah, of course. It's exciting, you know. <laughs> uh, well, listen, you'll get some entertainment out of it, Jeff Money. I'm going to be sick to my stomach. Appreciate it as always. All right, I'm going to take a couple more, and then I want to hear what these two idiots have to say. David joins us. What's up, David? Hey, JJ. How are you? Uh, I've been better, if we're being honest, David. I've been better. What's up, dude? Called you the night uh, that we did the green room uh, in the middle of the Tampa series after I think it was a Sunday night loss, Saturday night loss, rather. And I asked you at that point, I said, JJ, would you give the loss to Tampa Bay if it would mean changes? And you said to me, you can't root against your team. So now I want to pose that question to you again. Look. Yeah, it's a fair point. You know what, David? That's a very, very fair point. I don't think they would have made changes, though, if we're being perfectly honest, Dave. Based upon the arrogance of this ownership group and the arrogance of the front office, I'm not sold on the fact that they would have made change. But do you think the pressure would have been up if they missed the playoffs? Like they can now fall back and say, well, we made the playoffs. We made the playoffs, even though obviously they were out uh, one one or two innings. And See, I don't know how you make that argument after just playing one game and looking the way you did against the Red Sox. You know what I mean? Like if you were in the ALDS and you were in a series, you know, David, maybe you could sell me on that narrative. 
losing a one game playoff, it's like you missed the playoffs, dude. Let's be honest. It's like you missed. You know what? You know what they're going to tell you? They're going to tell you, well, you, Cole's not going to be uh, as bad next year, and we're going to have all our guys healthy, and Stanton and, and, and what's his name and Judge are finally clicking. You, you know the narrative they're going to sell us. They're going to make one or two changes. Hopefully, they bring back Rizzo, but I, I just see them, re, I see them recycling the same team and pushing the same narrative, JJ, and you and I are going to be frustrated, and we'll be back in another green room at the start of spring training saying, okay, maybe this year. Yeah, belly aching about it. Absolutely, David. I think it is going to be a very similar team to what they had last year. And that's a mistake. Monumental mistake. Matt joins us. What's up, Matty? JJ, you hear me? Matt, Matt I got, got you. you. What's, What's up, up dude? Dude, I am distraught right now. Like You and me both, bro. You and me both. This is like, you know, when you get out of bre- out of a breakup and all your friends are like, just go focus on yourself for a little bit. I think that's what we all need to do. Just shave. Yeah, I'm going to go play golf later. It's the best thing I can do. I'm, thank God I'm playing golf later. Hallelujah, bro. Hallelujah. That's a great point. It really is. I'm going to join a CrossFit gym and just get abs because I, I, I'm like, I'm very, this is the most down I've been on the Yankees. You said it since 2000. 2000- I was going to say, 2004, it's, it's impossible, Maddie, for anything to top that because of the seismic shift it had between the Yankees and the Red Sox and organizations. After that, though, I mean, think about this year. It was a miserable regular season. You lose in embarrassing fashion to the Red Sox, and now you're bringing everybody back? I mean, give me a break, dude. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, and they need I don't even know what the easy there's not an easy fix for this team, man. Like I I have a hard time believing that Hicks is going to be healthy that you know, I want Sanchez gone. I, I'll tell you a guy that I'm looking for and then I'll let you go. I, you, have you seen much of Tucker Barnhart from the Reds catcher? Nice player. I would like him. He's a good little player. Yes, I like him. I like him. All right, brother. That's all I had to That's a good call, Maddie. Listen, good luck with those abs, bro. Get ripped. Got to find something to be positive about. I mean, I got my half marathon training, too. I got that going. All right, last but not least, the great Rocky in Toronto. He joins us. I'm sure he's giddy uh, about the news. Oh, I just lost Rocky. I apologize, Rocky. I'll pull you up right now. I got you. You should be in momentarily. All right, in the meantime, I could take one more. uh, Actually, James, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Rocky, what's happening, buddy? Good morning. Um, I was just looking into his news, and I was like, what are the Yankees doing? And I say to myself, like, you know, like they're in a situation now that they have to find a way to to get to a point where they're the old Yankees. And right now it's with the division right now, it's tough. And you look at the Red Sox right now, it makes me sick to my stomach because the last time I talked to you, it was a, the series against the Yankees and the Jays were only one game back. And, Imagine if the Jays were in the playoffs. I think I think they would have been the World Series team. Rocky, you could have went on this run. I don't think there's any doubt about it, bro. Because your lineup is just as dangerous, if not more dangerous, than Boston's. You had better starting pitching. Um, your bullpen would have been a problem. But yeah, I mean, Rocky, this easily could have been your team. And that brings me to my point with the Yankees. Your team's not going anywhere. Tampa is not going anywhere. Boston is not going anywhere. And you think... The status quo is acceptable. That is where you couldn't be more wrong. The status quo is not acceptable. This is my question here because the Yankees already have $140 million committed without arbitration. With arbitration, we're not even talking about Anthony Rizzo. And I think that's the most important signing, in my opinion, for the Yankees. And the fact that 
we don't know what this uh, the new uh, CBA agreement is going to be, but I think I think if there's a team motivated in the off season, it's the Blue Jays. They only have sixty four million committed. Probably with Arb, it's only a hundred million. Mark Shapiro was on yesterday. He said that their their payroll is going to get higher, despite all the pandemic and stuff. And I'll tell you this right now, like. I don't know. I don't know what Aaron Boone's philosophy is going to be. I seen that they they fired the whole staff and they're going to rearrange with the new staff. I don't know how it's going to be. To me, they're in the same boat as the Padres right now at this point. So, if there's two teams that are going to be under so much pressure this offseason, it's the Yankees and the Padres. You're not wrong on that, Rocky, because the Padres have young talent that's ready to win. The Yankees have all of these teams. Forget about nipping at their heels. They passed them. And the idea that like Aaron Boone was going to sit there and lecture the media and the fans about the closing of the gap, they surpassed you years ago, Aaron. And now I got to see your face in the dugout with your bubbles and your nonsense for the next three years. Oh, I'm sick. All right. We'll be back tonight with a pod. You guys, I love you all. Your support is off the charts. This is the best that we have the ability to do this. Love the folks over at Spotify and The Ringer. They are fantastic. We want to talk about supporting and believing in talent. That's what they do. We'll have this posted. We're back with a pod tonight. JJ out. Forget everybody. <laughs>